This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah! I, what's your prediction for tonight? Do I want to take the Texans? Do I want the Eagles? Do I want the... I don't want the Astros. That's not happening. Do I want the Phils? Texans Nostra by two Salinas. touchdowns. Texans, yeah. I, I, I think I'll there wait goes that on strategy. That. I think I'll wait on that. <laughs> Our NFL pick, speaking of, yeah. against the spread coming up here in just a couple of minutes along the way. You can always send Al and I a tweet in the Travis Lee community. You can just send it to me. You can send it just to Al, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers. A great way to do it. For instance, these are the sort of things that I'd like for us to continue to get, Al. Okay. This is from Andrew G. Why do people call a tuna sandwich a tuna fish sandwich? They don't say a turkey bird sandwich or a ham pig sandwich. Did DeMarco, did DeMarco say tur- uh, tuna fish? Uh, yeah. I think, I think he did, so. right? Yeah, I think he did. so. My dad says that, too. I My don't say that. I say tuna fish. sandwich. Yeah, tuna. Yeah. I'll have the tuna, please. Not the tuna fish, because that implies there's a, something that's tuna that's not fish. Tuna, I don't know. Who was it that sausage? tweeted that? <laughs> uh, Andrew G. It's a good point, Andrew. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's a good point. It's, a, it's an unnecessary. It's a superfluous modifier, I believe, is the... Uh, Technical terminology right there, Slee. Yeah. I, you got I I've never said, I've specifically never said that. Do you still want turkeys on National Sandwich Day? Is turkey sandwich still no, your I, Now I want the meatball. Yeah. I want the meatball sandwich. That's a much better Yeah, I choice. want the meatball sandwich. You want it in the uh, baked in the oven where the bread on the outside gets crunchy and warm, but the inside's still nice and soft. soft they and melt that provolone or mozzarella on the top, maybe drizzle a little sauce. You know what else they put in that I want bag? So- no, I want, I want sauce. Put some sauce first, and yep. then the meatballs, yep. and then a little sauce on top. Yes, and then put the cheese on, just, bake it, and then just a drizzle, a little sauce more on the top there. I'm just telling you, you might like that. You know what else they'll sometimes throw in there? Well, you 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 already told me you say got to go to a place and ask them to cut up some sausage and put, put that in, yeah, in there as meatball well. Meatball and sausage is great, but some just straight sausage or just straight uh-huh. meatball. Sometimes you know what goes in that sandwich? Pepperoncinis. Come oh, on, yeah. man. Come on, man. How just are we not having little, that today? Little tang, just a, it's not heat. Like pepperoncinis aren't hot, but they're they're something. I, I don't know what. Is there a good, not sour, but it's just like it, it gets to your. Is there a good spot your mouth? in yeah. Santa Monica? Sour's Somebody tweet me. Right, I think so. I got to go pick up my car in Santa Monica. Bay City's Deli. Yes. Oh, there. Oh, that's right. That's the one we said last segment that was yeah. in Santa Monica. Yeah, Bay that's City's right. Deli. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's one that I that was tweeted at you guys, but I went actually yesterday. It's called the Heights, um, and they have one in Lincoln Heights, one in uh, Glassell Park. Amazing. Uh, two sandwiches that are, I think are pretty great. Chicken parm or a chicken cutlet sandwich. On top of the Italians, all the things, but a chicken cutlet sandwich, amazing. Just fried, very thin chicken breast, and uh, and it's great. You can sometimes put like- I don't think I've ever had that. Um, like a slaw mix on top. It, is, it usually goes really well. Uh, pepperoncinis, banana peppers is what I usually call them. But all these things go great. And there's also in Connecticut a thing called a grinder sandwich. Um, and it's like a big thing. You like kind of hollow out your loaf. You put in a bunch of different loaf? Italian How meats. How big of a sandwich is this? It's a huge. You, 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 spl- you split <laughs> it with people. There was people. a place in El Cajon. you want with that There was sandwich. a place in El Cajon, the <laughs> yeah. grinder. It's yeah. At the same exact sandwich it's, it's, you're talking it's from about. The, it's from Connecticut, but they um, have a huge uh, loaf. You split it up into the thing. Yeah, and from El Cajon. Stuck on loaf. Uh, it's a French loaf, and then you uh, put a bunch of different Italian meats on it. And you have this like slaw. Do you mix. share it? No. Yeah, you you no. split it up into. 
<laughs> into different th- uh, pieces to share with people. Um, but it's it's great. I'll send you a picture of it. It's really good. I've never it's a had place, a um, cutlet in Santa Monica, Bay City. I may go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of it. May go check it out. I, we Lincoln. actually Taylor and I actually told you the address last segment, but that's that's fine. You, you went through the address too. Yes. Damn, that's selective hearing. Yeah, that is you, you selective think. hearing. I, I'm kind of used to it by now. Like, I but why he, would you give me the address? Pre- Let me ask you this. About his mirror. I, I said to him, uh-huh. somebody we mentioned Bay City's Deli, and Taylor goes, "Oh, that place is great." And I said to him, "It's on Lincoln, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I think so." Ah, okay. So it wasn't like 38, I didn't 37, give the number, but I was just Lincoln <laughs> Avenue. I don't. Yeah, but if we we did discuss it in greater detail. Uh, than just saying the name once as we drove by or talked by. I sent you pictures of the grinder sandwich, by the way. You guys want okay. to look at it. <laughs> I, I've gotten used to the fact that you don't listen, but every once in a while, it's like it's it's hard to ignore that you don't listen. <laughs> like I've I've just kind of resigned myself to the fact that you don't. Sometimes you're not that interesting. <laughs> Other times you're interesting. Look, I don't blame you for not listening. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the fact that you don't. <laughs> there's 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 I may have some culpability in this, but that's the way that it goes. It's a it's a hoagie. That's a sub sandwich. That's yeah. That looks good. Sure. It's a loaf. Yeah. That's you take. Well, there, you take out. You get a big loaf. You take out the bread really and you put it, it in, really in the good. oven. It's yeah. It's. I feel it's like good. that. That that's the Vegas story of sandwiches right there. I I've I've, I've heard that. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. I've had that. It's just by a different name. Yeah. I, that's fine. This guy sometimes. <laughs> it is. Does it. It's essentially it's an like Italian, I, I but keep, you add I different. I keep waiting for the part that I hadn't heard before. It's like the loaf. And then the, the, then the ATM had like this crazy fee. Okay. Yeah, that's what, what happens makes in the it There's special cheese is the, is melted the, on top of the bread. It's the, it's the, the slaw the mixture that makes it unique. Slaw. Yeah. Slaw's good. I, I do like I do like a good slaw, Slee. Uh, Darvin Ham was talking about Russell Westbrook. Potentially. Like, we're seven games into the season. He's only done it. Was that game number three coming three. off the bench? Minnesota, Denver, and the Pelicans. Here's Darvin. Russ had a hell of a night, man. In the last three games, he's been phenomenal. My One of my goals is, and selfishly, is to get him in a conversation for six man of the year at some point. And why not start now? Okay. Yes. Cool. I like the idea of starting right now, but you know what else that is? Yeah. You know what else that, that, that statement right there is? Mm-hmm. It is codifying, this is his role. Yep. We're, we're not going back the other way. This is this is what mm-hmm. he does. That That is the... The, the statement that says, this is what we're doing moving, just so we're all on the same page. This yep. was not an experiment that we're going to go back to putting him in the starting lineup. That The second you say, I'd like him to win the sixth man of the year, which, by the way, would be a tremendous accomplishment for Russ. But it also says, this is where you're going to play for this team. Okay, so after they played, let, let me actually, let me take you back a couple of games. Do you remember when Woj had put out a tweet on Friday before the Lakers were going to play the Timberwolves? And he said, hey, it looks like Russ is going to come off the bench. That had been the first regular season game with the Lakers that he had to come off the bench. And then he said, well, if Anthony Davis doesn't go, he's questionable, then maybe Russ goes back into the starting lineup. AD didn't play in the game against Minnesota. Russ still came off the bench. Mm -hmm. Before they played the Denver Nuggets, he was asked, is this how you're going to use Russell Westbrook moving forward? Is this, or at least in the immediate future? His answer, absolutely. He kind of started setting the tone of it doesn't matter what's going on around us I want Russ coming off the bench that's why I want him I mentioned this earlier and you know for those who watched the game yesterday it's a good observation Rush had a Russ had a really good first half he played really good for the Lakers three turnovers ended up with six I didn't like some of his decisions in the second half but he played 16 minutes in the first half I thought he was most effective of anybody out there on the floor 
in those uh, in that first half. How many minutes do you think he played in the second half? Ten. Nine minutes. Yeah. Nine minutes out of twenty-nine. So uh, I'm with you that that Darvin Ham has solidified like you're off the bench, and that's not a bad thing. Don't look at it as a bad thing. However, you can have a game off the bench where you play 32 minutes like you did against Denver, or you can have a game off the bench where you play 25 minutes and you're not in in the fourth quarter, at least key situations. You're not in in overtime, and that's just the role that we're giving you. It's only LeBron and Anthony Davis that are guaranteed those minutes, and I think it's the right decision. Austin Reeves picked up a lot of minutes yesterday because he was playing well. He's a hound on defense. He defend the, the whole thing. Patrick Beverly they used a lot yesterday to guard C.J. McCollum. Lonnie Walker had 28 points for the Lakers yesterday. Troy Brown Jr. had some effective minutes. If there's other guys that are more effective or you feel like they're a better fit closing out the game, that's what you want to see from Darvin Ham. I don't want to argue of should Russ have been in, should have been out. Darvin Ham, what do you think? Don't feel any pressure to play any of these guys. Who helps you win a ball game? It's the anti-Dave Roberts to a degree, right? Because l- listen to what he said. when t- Talking about what you're talking about, Slee, this was Ham's reaction to it. You can't be afraid to make a decision. A, a lot of people you know, worried about what you guys are going to say or how it's going to look or why is he in the game, why is he not in the game. And all. You just got to go with what works. We're all representing the Lake Show. We're all Lakers. I want to stop it right there. I, I just want to go with what works pretty simple it it, it it is so obvious right that hey this works let's let's see how much longer it works for. unfortunately I, unfortunately in 100%. business hundred percent in sports hundred percent there's you know you're favoring towards one guy or you have pressure from up top saying guys we're paying this guy 47 million dollars make him play no look what's the, make it what's work the, what's the phrase common sense isn't all that common yeah right and and that's what this is if it's working i'm gonna roll it if it's not we'll we'll keep trying different combinations it's working why wouldn't you roll it and if tomorrow where they play friday they play tomorrow night right play tomorrow they, again, so they utah. play utah tomorrow night and if they have the same combination that was working tonight and it's not working try something different 100%. That, that, that if all of a sudden you have this well russ comes in at the six minute mark of the third quarter and he plays the end of the third quarter and then we bring him in at the five minute mark at the end of, don't do it like that do it like is this working? Is Austin Reeves playing well tonight? Yeah, he is. All right, leave him out there. You know this because you used to do it too, but how often does this happen where Michael and John start saying, what the hell is the coach doing? He, The guy has it's four three-pointers, but because you reach the six-minute mark in the third quarter, you're taking him out. And they, <laughs> that happens I all the time. They all do it. A lot of them do yeah. it. It's, it's sabermetrics gone insane. So there was some luck that the Lakers had yesterday. There was um, – I mean, it's it's kind of funny. I have not said this often, and I don't say it often. To kind of sit back and say, I was watching Braun yesterday in the fourth quarter, forcing shots. Um, and Braun had mentioned he wasn't feeling good since Sunday. Uh, yeah, since Sunday night after they played a game against Denver, was sitting in bed, was under the weather basically. And he didn't look good yesterday. I mean, he was not productive as far as efficiency from the field, missed a couple key free throws, took some threes that I thought, you know, let the started playing isolation ball. The Lakers were really, really close to losing that game. And I'd have been, you know, coming on the postgame or coming here and being like, Bron, you got to make better decisions than that. They got lucky. They kind of took one away. You know what's kind of weird is to say that, Bron, you don't have to do that right now. That there are actually some players that are okay on the team that can help you out. Lonnie Walker had 28, and and Trav, Lonnie Walker has had games. This isn't the first game this year. He's had games where you're like, hey, that's a decent player. 
Troy Brown, Troy Brown, Troy Brown Jr. can spot up. AD can do some work. I felt like Braun yesterday was playing some hero ball there in the fourth quarter, and I didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah, maybe not last night. I'm I'm okay with him trying to force things to happen because he's LeBron James because he's going to have to do that at, at other games. I think last night you're right. I think that last night was a night where he could defer a little bit because some other guys had some things going, but. LeBron James, I know I've said the opposite about Russell Westbrook, but LeBron, if LeBron James likes it, I love it. You know what I mean? Like if he if he wants to do something, I'm all right with that because that's if they're going to be good, if they're going to get back into this thing, if they're going to be a playoff team, LeBron's going to have to be the guy that takes over at key points. So you know what would be great because this is LeBron and this is LeBron in his entire career. LeBron has always been that guy to say, yeah. "Hey, I don't have to take the last. I, I don't have to. I don't have to be the guy forcing something." But he has to have players around yeah, him that I he feels confident say, about. I wonder if it's finally he doesn't. He's kind of waking up to the idea of, oh, okay, maybe I can't kick it out. By the way, that's a great problem to have. It is. But it has to be something on a consistent basis. Yeah, we're going to have to see it more than two times in a row. Picks for week number nine. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I may come to your side, Slee. If the Rams go into Tampa and come home without that win, I may be like, yeah, okay. Let's let's see what's coming next. I, I'm going to hold out hope for one more week that they can win, keep their playoff hopes alive. Just one more week. <laughs> and then we'll see. They get the Cardinals. Then everything, everything is right with the Their schedule is not what it looked like before the season started. It looks a lot different. It does. That's the freaking NFL. It it. That's yeah. the NFL. Three and five. Dun, dun, dun. That can't happen. All right, you're up firstly. Here's where we are heading into week nine. Um, I have the overall lead with 53. Emily is in second with 43. Al is right on her heels with 41. And Taylor's on the edge of relegation. Am I in the 40s yet? You are not. You oh. are barely out of the 20s. You have 31. <laughs> so, uh, no, you are not into the, uh, the 40s quite Taylor, yet. you know what you need? You need a two-game win a streak like the Sacramento Kings, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and the Lakers. Yes. Well, they're no longer on a win. Oh, they, they, they lost to Miami they yesterday. Yeah. NBA League pass, bro. It's going to happen. They got them all. They still have more than the Warriors? Uh, how many of the Warriors have right now? I think they got three wins. Uh, Warriors aren't playing all that good. Kings break them up. De'Aaron Fox, MVP. Here we go. All right, Slee. You're up first. We do the Rams first, of course. Rams on the road in yeah. Tampa. Tampa Bay, three-point favorites. All right. I, I actually... I find myself going against the Rams a lot. Went against them last week against the Niners. That seemed like an easy one. But a lot of even the ones that they've um, 
I think I took uh, Cowboys in that one as well. I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. Okay. And I think it just has more to do with Tampa being that bad. Rams, they're a 500 team. Well, they need a win to get back to 500. So I'll go the Rams. I'll make this a two. L.A. at the two spot. Uh, Taylor, you are up next. I got the Rams at three. Oh, okay. This could be interesting for me. I want to change my pick. Emily, you are up next. All right. Well, now I, now I feel bad <laughs> about my pick too, but I'm gonna go um, Rams at my four. I think that, that they're gonna if they're gonna do it, they're gonna win today. This Sounds weekend. like an opportunity her, for um, Trev. Her power over Tom Brady still. So that's what I'm picking the Rams. He does seem like the classic like TV divorced dad where he's just kind of like broken. Like he doesn't know what to do with his days. Like I usually go home and hang out with the kids and the family. Now I don't know what to do. Work sucks. Home sucks. I'm not quite sure. All that leads me to take the Rams as well. Uh, I'll go with the Rams at one. I'm going to play a little game theory, but, but, only but to why, a point. why the game theory? Because that was you're going to lose points either way. No, no, I'm not. You're going to lose three points. Not, not if they don't win. I won't. Not if it goes the other way. He'll only I suffer pick, one loss. I, I pick up other points where you guys miss them. Shit on this. No, this, uh, I mean, hold on. Trav, bro, you didn't win the regular season last year. Sleeve forty-one. I feel pretty good about. I where mean, I am. let's not forget who's the defending champion Me. in the regular season. Me, <laughs> in oh, the regular, regular season. season. That's right. And also, that in theory, you. if I sweep, it doesn't mean that I can't make up all ten points against Travis. So right. if he picks the Rams too. Emily anyway. forty three, Travis. I'm just saying 53. I'm ten I'm ten behind you if I sweep. <laughs> Let's still. beat his ass because anyway. we're gonna just hear this every week. Just, That's what's gonna happen. Did you guys not hear me? Were you not listening? I know sometimes you tune out. Here we go. Let Chargers and now. the Falcons. Uh, go who's first? Fifty three for Travis, Al's got forty one, Emily fifty three, and Taylor's being relegated. Sweet James Starinads. <laughs> Number two. Taylor, you're up first on this one. The Raiders. Al's what, are they still your Raiders or no? Um, they are awful. <laughs> yes or no? Which I feel comfortable with. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Al's sure. Raiders on the road to take on Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jags. Close to being a toss-up right here. Jacksonville, believe it or not, is a home dog. They're getting one and a half, Taylor. Let's go Raiders. One. Raiders at one. Emily. Um, I have the Raiders at two. I, I don't know why. I don't feel really good about this, but I'm going kind of opposite where my gut feeling is this week because my last two weeks have not been great. Okay, uh, I'm up next. I'm going to take Jacksonville because I think both of these teams are bad. I think that the home team, they're getting a point at home, point and a half at home. I think it's close. I don't really have a strong feeling that the Jacksonville is going to win that game, but the next time, I, I don't know if I've gotten the Raiders right once all season long. They're my nemesis. Give me Jacksonville at number two all right so i already picked my two i don't like this matchup i'm with you this is just it's random but i'll go raiders and i'll go one on this one raiders at one for sliwa all right emily you are up first um san san diego the los angeles chargers i swear i'm not doing that on purpose what are you talking about the broadcasters do it four times a game sometimes i do like to just troll and and get it wrong on purpose because i think that's funny this was not one of those times chargers in atlanta atlanta is the favorite at home they got three points coming their way emily uh i have the falcons at my three because I think that the Falcons uh, have something to play for. They're they're fighting for their division, so I think that they get, they get this win. I agree with you. I, I I got the exact same thing. I think Atlanta's the playing better. They're at home. They're getting points. There's nothing about that I don't like. Atlanta at three for me as well. Al, gosh dang it! That's my that's my pick. Falcons at three. You want to? Do I just so go do the other way? And is this one of the game theories? I might as go well just pick. do it. I'll go Chargers three. San Diego at number three for yeah. Al Taylor. 
I have Falcons at two. Falcons at two. Final game. This I did the, that before I lost all those points. <laughs> this this is where it gets weird. Mm-hmm. SC is at home. They're playing against the kind of a crummy Cal team. Yep, they have a sixty-four point favorite. <laughs> You're not super <laughs> far off. Twenty-one and a half. SC is a twenty-one and a half point favorite. Um, I hate the number. I, I it's it's a terrible terrible number. But I just can't pick Cal. It just looked bad when you know my little sheets that I have. I can't have Cal written under my name. Give me SC all the way at the top. Uh, sleep. Four Cal. <laughs> You're just <laughs> all right. I, I mean, might be. I, don't just, I might I, be in last. I might be in last after this week. <laughs> well, it no, could happen. No, well. It, you could be tied for last. Okay. You you couldn't get last, but uh-huh. you could be tied for last along the way. Um, Emily, uh, I have Cal on my one. I think it's too big of a number. I think they get, they get within twenty one. So I have Cal on my one. And Taylor, it's the half point, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's worried about the hook. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. The twenty one and a half. That's just enough there for me to. Swing I've only in. got four left, right, Trav? You've only got four left. Give me Cal. Give me Cal. Oh, am I the only? I'm the only one on SC. This could be bad for me. Or this one, or of a... it could go really, really. Look, first college football playoff rankings are out of the season. Maybe SC's like, okay, now's when we hit the gas. Or they could give up forty and win forty-four to forty-one. And I should have done five games this week and thrown in UCLA. <laughs> we can put in UCLA. We'd have to. Okay, so if we're kicking somebody out, we can. This is not a bad idea. Let's talk about this for a second. We can put in UCLA after this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Do we kick? We're not going to kick out the Rams. We'd have to kick out the Chargers or the Raiders. I think you got to kick out the Raiders. Are really ir- irrelevant right now. You guys agree? They're also the only one that doesn't have L.A. in front of its name in its name. Yeah, but, but they're, they're also, also the, the one that has the biggest fan yeah. base <laughs> in L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, that was you're right, but that was perfect <laughs> to have that as the setup. That was perfect. We both went she's, right there. She's not wrong, but they know. have a Raider store. At that university, uh, they pl- Universal City Walk. They play the Raiders on a Thursday night. It's like the 8th or 9th of December. Do you think there's going to be a few Raider fans at that game? Especially if the Rams are two, three games below 500. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you wonder about that, right? Do, do the tickets become – because the season ticket people are the people that are letting them go, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what's happening, that they're selling them to Bills fans, to Cowboy oh, be- fans, to 49er fans. Yep. At that so what point, are you does saying? Anybody, does saying- anybody want to buy them at that point? No. If you got two squads that are three games below 500, or in the Raiders' case, even worse, probably not. Yeah. What would be awesome is if both those teams were in the playoffs and the Raiders are basically cooked, and the Rams are on the rack. Right. (laughs) They're they're not in the oven yet, but But they're next in line. They're they're getting uh, brined, as as we say. You brine your turkey, Slee? I I don't. You're the cook here. (laughs) You're the cook here. What's a brine? Um, but also, do like, do you brine your turkey, Emily? I don't make the turkey. Um, but what if we did like Lakers win totals over a weekend, or did a Laker game thrown in there too? There'd have to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There'd be stick, a time a couple. Stick with football. Yeah, got this music on. You just want the music, so you take a. Bag, I want the music everywhere. You take a bag, you fill it with water, a lot of sugar, salt. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put some herbs, some seasonings in there, and you let your turkey brine for a day or so, and that 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 solution goes into the meat, makes the meat very moist. It makes the meat very flavorful. And then when you take it out of the mixture, you dry it off really well, and then you put all the other stuff on it, and then you slide it in the oven. That's your brine. Um, that sounds amazing. How long do you usually do it for? I've like you said, a, like is it a 24-hour thing? 
overnight. Okay. So you can do it for longer than that. The longer, the more you leave it in there, the more it's going to brine. But it's ridiculously messy, which at mm. some point becomes. By the way, the turkey is the least important part of the meal at Thanksgiving. I, I I'm gonna, yeah. I will die on that hill. That all of the other so you can get well, the turkey anytime. needs things. It needs. Right, I need mashed potatoes. Next, I need gravy there. It, like it needs help. I I don't. You're right, and you're right. I don't disagree with you. I mean, it needs to be there, but it's just it, it's more of a ceremonial place than it is that. Oh, I can't wait to eat this turkey. Mm-hmm. The potatoes, the stuffing, the dressing, the sides, all that stuff. You can't wait to eat it. The turkey's just kind of there. But if the turkey gets burnt, if the turkey does, isn't there, then Thanksgiving's ruined. Eh, I don't know. Thanksgiving's like, already ruined. Like the lines are playing. <laughs> Godfather, The Rock, The Lions on Thanksgiving, yep. and Ken Rosenthal getting a uh, a trade wrong. Those are the those are the four things that guys. I just his- I just heard Scherzer lease the place across the street from Petco there, there's Park. There's at least one more that I'm forgetting, but those are the ones that are absolutely at the top of your list. All right, uh, the Rams window is it simply as long as Aaron Donald's here, Sean McVay's here, Albert Breer has some thoughts on that. We'll get into it next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. That shot last night was as exciting and as fun as I've seen in a, just a, a Laker game in what since Austin Reeves hit one at the buzzer against, against the, the Mavs. Mavs last year. Mm. Like that, that was the last time you're like, oh my god, that was awesome. Like kind of back and forth. Yeah, that's a good point. Down to the end, the Lakers have obviously won games, but not in in that fashion where you felt like they were going to lose. You felt like they'd kind of blown it. What was a 16 point lead up 16, and, yep. and then all of a sudden, boom, the guy misses the free throws. That they shot get his gets second life, they and they actually life. capitalize and then they on take it. care of it in in overtime. It's the it was as this is a step too far. Emily, help me with my vocabulary here. It wasn't joyous. What's the what's the stop before joyous? Exciting. I mean, it was just no exciting. Is you, you don't have to you don't have to overthink it. Exciting. It was incredibly it was exciting. exciting, but for the seventh game, it felt oddly important. Yeah, I, I always I kind of. You and I have been talking about this where you're looking at the schedule and you're like, all right, hey, you can't freaking – you fall seven, eight games below five. They're one and six if Matt Ryan doesn't hit that shot yesterday. I know two and five doesn't change the world. Feels but you beat the better. Utah Jazz on Friday. You're three and five now. You're getting kind of closer to that 500 number. I'm with you. I think there was – and there was something too, and I could say this just – you're at a Rams game, 
And when the Rams are, it's a back and forth battle and it's tense and it's, you have no idea who's going to win the game. Use use a Dodger game as an example. It could be regular season. It's fine. But when the game is 3-3 and you're going into the eighth, it's different, right? And the Lakers haven't had many of those moments. You went all the way back to a game against the Dallas Mavericks where Austin Reeves hits a three. No, I, I, actually, when you when you mentioned that, that's the first thing that clicked to my mind. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. That was the last one that had um, that had some juice to it. Yesterday was what you want in a sporting event. You got some ups, you got some downs, you're pissed off at the referees, you're wondering why that player's taking that shot, you need a little bit of help and luck. You got a little bit of that yesterday. Laker fans haven't got that. You said it at the beginning, too, that oddly, as weird as it sounds, kind of had to have it. Not not had to have it in that the season is over, but one in six feels like you won a game and then you just immediately turned around and lost. You're right back to five games under 500. Um, It it just, everything about it would have felt. deflating sure whereas when you win it's like hey you know what they they kind of had their backs up against the wall they knocked out a big shot and by the way if it had been lebron it would have been cool if it were anthony davis it would have been cool but the fact that it's just kind of a guy that doesn't get a million minutes a guy Mm -hmm. that you know is just kind of a specialist for life and did he hit an off balance corner falling out of bounds everything about it just kind of elevated and you kind of needed to have it because now if you beat utah it's like hey look three and five not a great start but it's not a disaster there's some teams kinda, out there that are yes. three and five you right, can, like they're you not can the only look one. in the mirror and say we're all right you can't look in the mirror at one and seven and say you're all right you can't you can do it at two and five you can do it at three and five you 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 can tell yourself that story warriors three and five right now yeah but it, it can't it's not just the record the warriors clippers Steph, four and four a little bit warmer the, um, Dallas. After that, everybody's four and three, basically. Yeah, in the NBA. but the, the the Warriors, I don't think, are a great example because the Warriors could literally be zero and seven. All right, how about and they're not worried about. How about anything. Miami four and five? Yeah, a little bit warmer. Philly yeah, four like and it. five, a little more like it. Brooklyn two and six. What is what a? I almost said it. What a mess. I almost said blank show. What 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 an absolute. Now Kyrie is saying, well, you know, I apologize for you know putting up a movie or promoting a movie that had some some falsehoods. He only has 17 million followers on Instagram and Twitter. <sighs> yeah, just, they they really are one of those shows that you're talking about. There there's one of those. There, there are guys, and mm-hmm. let's talk about Kyrie for a second. There are just some guys that no matter what, they're going to make a bad situation worse. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, like they're not playing well. They just fired the coach. They, they, they're like you said last year. They were supposed to be a championship contender. Mm-hmm. Like all, all of these things, and it's just been this spiral of losing and bad events. And he made it worse. <laughs> it's like you, at some point, can you just say nothing? Can, can you I just, give you? Can you just can I give not you an make it worse? If I gave you an example of, there's a lot of people have been upset at Russ because of Russ on the basketball floor, right? It's Russ, hey, you know what? He's not contributing the way we were hoping to. Wow, he's making $47 million. Look how much cap space he's taking. Think of all the reasons why people have been mad at Russ. By the way, Russ did not trade himself to the Lakers. You know, you put it fit-wise and everything else. Kyrie is, he has to be the, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. He has to, I don't know if he's thinking in his mind, hey, if I go against, if I go against this and I go against that, I'm standing up for something. Do you know what you're doing? The answer is no, he doesn't. I really don't think he has any idea what he's doing. Saying nothing is okay sometimes. 
just not well sometimes saying nothing because you're not informed right. on on the matter right. is not just okay it's what you should do what, because what, you're not informed on the what matter. What do you think about that? You know what? I really haven't given it much thought. I have no idea. I haven't given it much thought. I'm not I, sure. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to consider it and I haven't and I can't give you an answer right now. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. And he just he world is flat. He doesn't want to do this. He wants to he's like brother, what are we doing? What 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 are we doing here? You know you know how we say and I, I'm, I'm honestly just saying this because ultimately at the end of the day, what happens a lot in sports is if you have talent, you're going to have opportunities, okay? He's as, and his contract's done. At the end. Remember, he just uh, re-upped for one more year. Right. His contract is done. Like, we've talked about Russ and said, will another team sign him? Well, he's got to show that he can be a team player, this, that. This version of Russ gets picked up for sure. Kyrie... I think there will always be a team because it's Kyrie Irving and he's a talented basketball player. But this dude's adding some some very interesting elements that are not basketball related. I don't think he's at the end of the line, mm-hmm. but I think he's a lot closer than he probably thinks he is. Right? Because at some point, it's like I don't. First of all, his teams don't win. Yep. That, that's the other part about this. That unless LeBron James is standing next to him, his teams have been bad. Boston wanted. Boston got better when he left. When he left. Cleveland, Cleveland was bad when he was the only one there. But look at Cleveland even today. They sure. moved on from that and have sure. guys that are we- willing to just play basketball. The next thing be- has been a debacle. Mm-hmm. Like this, the, yes, is he talented? Yes, is he fun to watch? Yeah, he is. He's, he's you know su- super fun to watch. But do you win with him? If no. you had to guess and just think of how the NBA works, how there are plenty of desperate teams out there, is he playing somewhere next season? Yes. I think so, too. Yeah, yes, but it could be on a team that is not relevant. It, it, the, the Nets, even though they stink, they're relevant. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are having a, a down year you know, so far, but they're highly relevant. It could be one of those situations where you're just kind of on a team playing minutes and no one's really paying attention. Sorry, Taylor. Sacramento, something like that. that yeah. yeah, they got a team. They're going to play their 82 games, but no one's really paying attention to what they do. Yeah. It could be one of those. You could have easily picked Orlando. No, they got young, good players. You could have went with Houston. I have more relevant than Sacramento. It's you could have went with the Pistons. Big city. And by the but, way, but Kate you, Cunningham's pretty you good. You go straight name, name at the Sacramento Kings. Give me a team that's more irrelevant in the league. Than the Sacramento. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, the Pistons and the Magic are... Not worse. They're more irrelevant Not- to me than the Kings are because the Kings actually are out here on the West Coast yeah. Kate- and had some battles against the Lakers. Kate they're Cunningham more- and Paulo are guys that you can be excited about. They are. Right? They're 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 really Thanks good. Thanks for players. trying to stick up for me, sleeve. I'm a Sabonis fan, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, but he's right as far as the the you know, yeah. rest he of the USA. Pretty quick. Well, I, look, when the, the, the <laughs> yeah. truth is just staring you in the face. I haven't been to the playoffs since 06, you know? Got to start winning to 06. be in, in the conversation. That feels like a long time ago. Why were you I was, behind I was 13. today? <laughs> See, it's, it's stuff like that. It's like, wait, I was 13. or That's when it's like, oh my gosh, that has been way too long. You want to do this right now? Why was I behind today? Yeah. Why? Because they're deciding to do road work on the 110 in the morning. Now, <laughs> Seems listen, like a good time to <laughs> listen. do it. I'm not sitting here trying to – when is a good time? Because there's times at 11.30 at night you're leaving a Laker game and Michael will say, they shut down the five. That's, and I'm like, that's the time you do but it. But in my head, I'm like, 
God, that really sucks, Michael. You thought you were just going home, and then all of a sudden you got to do this, the 605. This, you, you're hitting every freeway in Southern California. But that sounds like a more reasonable time because that should be the least amount of cars on the road. Midnight to 5 a.m. is when freeway maintenance should be performed. How many lanes are there on the 110? Which part? From Pasadena. To downtown? Yeah. Three. Sometimes even two. <laughs> I think I want to say there's a, a point... Anyways, long story short, you take one of those lanes out, we don't have much left to work with. <laughs> Everybody hallucinates. So you're asking what happened this morning. I don't understand the road work in the morning. Was there a guy with a shovel, like just out there yeah. pulling weeds? or what Basically doing? just some, it wasn't anything major. It looked like something that could have been done wait, at midnight. Could have waited a couple of hours. Yeah, well, you can't do it. The sun's up, we're done, right? Midnight to 5 a.m. It's five hours, Especially you can get some freeway. stuff done. Three, you know what the worst part about that freeway is? Emily, getting, you lived over getting there. On, you know this. Getting on the freeway. The, the on-ramp is 10 feet long. How <laughs> am I 10 sentence. feet long, and, and they're basically <laughs> saying, like, look, there's a corner you can't see, <laughs> and you got to punch it zero to 60 in the next 1.8 seconds. It aged my car. Welcome to the 110. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you don't have a car that can get up to speed really, really quickly, right, that has that instant torque, if you've got a... If you are a driver of one of the 98% of cars that can't go zero to 60 in 10 feet, you got a problem because you're right. You can't see and you're going 5, 10, 15. Somebody's racing around that oh. corner in a in a truck. Yeah. Yes. Maybe the, the sharp corner is like, I'm in like F1 here just trying to turn turn a tight corner here. And it's just, you don't yeah, ride dangerous. the right lane. No, Well, I mean. Just, shouldn't ride the right lane. You should, I, there just should be like a. I don't know. Way to slide in a little bit more seamlessly. You know with who? Your you know who fit fit really well on the one ten. That Uber driver that I had that one time. You were so angry at her. You know why? Yeah. You know she why? Went, I was angry she was at her? going like forty five, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, slow it down here." I'm angry at her for the simple reason that she got a lot of people's day off to a bad start. Like I understand, like you could kind of you're in the car. What are you going to do, right? But every person that pulled up behind her is like. What's going on? Is there something in the road? Is there something I don't see? And you stand by, you you drive behind her for I don't know a minute or two, and you realize this is insane. We're going forty miles an hour, and they pull, and now their day's off to a bad start. How many people you think she did that to? A dozen, two dozen, sixty percent of the cars that were on the one ten that morning. Way too many people. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How about this, Lee? It was today in 1996, November 3rd, 1996, that Kobe Bryant made his NBA debut for the Lakers. It was a 91-85 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Kobe Bryant era of Laker basketball was officially launched. You know, it's funny. I always say 
I know a lot of people love the Kobe Powell era. Uh, Kobe Powell era, and I'm with all that. I am, but there's something about young Kobe. Kobe with the fro. Kobe with the that I don't know any better. But every time he stepped on the floor, I'm better than all you guys. He knew, yeah. But like at that age to be, do do you remember this? He was in an All Star game. I want to say it's his second year. He's in an All Star game, uh-huh. and Jordan is in the locker room. And he's talking to all the other players in the Eastern Conference. He said something to the effect of um, not passing the ball to Kobe. He's like, you better come. You got to come steal the ball, grab a rebound. Because I know if I'm passing to you, I'm not getting it back. <laughs> right, right. That even at that young age, like, so you're talking about X amount of years ago. I think the line was ago. something about that young fellow on the Lakers is going to come in here and try to do something. Like, it was it was something like, he's if you give it to him, it's not coming back. Because obviously he was on the mm-hmm. other team. Mm-hmm. But they knew that, like, that guy – he knows something that we don't know yet. And that that's always super intriguing to me because you and I were talking a little bit about it a second ago. When he came here, mm-hmm. it was, okay, he's coming out of high school. Let's yep. see how good he is. Let's see how he fits in. And didn't get off to a great start. No. Um, super cocky. Yeah. Um, I think, at least for me, remembering back in those days, I'm like – Okay, wait a minute here. Are you going to be a team guy? Are you trying to ball. get your own shots? Are you trying to this? Absolutely. Yeah. There was a lot of that. I mean, we look back at that playoff series, obviously everybody knows against the Utah Jazz. Sure. He was taking all the shots. It's like, well, why are you taking all the shots? And oh, by the way, you're missing. And he just had that confidence in himself. One day this thing is going to turn. You know, it's so funny because usually the guy that thinks he knows better than everybody else does not, mm-hmm. right? That Usually the, no, man, I know you don't realize that I'm better than everyone here, but I do. There's an insecurity, and they're <laughs> yes. trying to, like, make up. That, that guy is wrong, like, 98% of the time. He wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. He he was he was a little premature in kind of declaring himself that, but he wasn't wrong. It was, and then it, you know through the passage of time, Shaq leaves and yeah. everything else. Yeah, but that, that's a good way. But he he didn't he couldn't let it. It's almost like you're forcing it to happen. Yes, right. No, no, I want this to happen now. Yeah, but Kobe can't happen now. Like <laughs> let it naturally just happen, and then there'd be moments where. Shaq would foul out in a in a in a playoff game, and Kobe would take over. He's like, guys, I've been telling trying to tell you guys. I've been telling you this since Since 1996. Since the moment I walked through the door, I was the best player here. Just because you didn't know it doesn't mean it wasn't true. He knew it, (laughs) and that that, like that level of look. Let's call it what it is. That level of arrogance, absolutely, is is really deeply off-putting to a lot of people, except for when you're right. (laughs) <laughs> and eventually, we all kind of came around to the fact that he was the best player. That he not not just on that team, but one of the great players of all time. And obviously, consider you know the, his death and everything kind of changed the way that we think of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't. There, there's certainly nobody right now that's that's actively playing. Magic is on that level of being universally loved. Mm-hmm. Right, that Magic is is there. Vince Scully was there, even though he wasn't an athlete, just as far as an icon yep. in the city goes. I don't think we have like Clayton Kershaw 
Dodger fans love Clayton Kershaw, but Clayton Kershaw doesn't have that where no matter. You're where, saying he's staying with it's it's, it's Dodger fans. It's, it's not it's universal. mostly Dodger yeah. fans that it, it, if fast forward 30 years from now, I don't know if he has the impact that Kobe has right now. Mm. That Aaron Donald is arguably the greatest player of his generation, but definitely no, not no. Yeah. LeBron James might be the greatest mm-hmm. player of all time. I mean, come on, what, what are we talking about? It's not even in the same universe as far as affection, just affection and. Well, place in people's hearts, right? It's not just you're good at what you do. Clayton Kershaw is as good as what he does as anybody is. Aaron Donald. Kobe held and still holds a certain place in the vast majority of people in this city's heart. You agree that a lot of that also has to do with never went anywhere else. This was it. Oh, sure. This was it. But Kershaw hasn't. Kershaw hasn't. And Kershaw is an interesting one. Is it... And I don't know if it has more to do with, look, Dodger fans obviously love and adore Clayton Kershaw. Is it because you don't have five World Series? Is it because, like, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Is it because he doesn't have. A big part of it is the winning. No question about it. That's why a guy like Mike Trout doesn't resonate at all. We all know how great of a player he is. But, I mean, Mike, does Mm -hmm. anybody feel like, I mean, Mike Trout's the greatest baseball player I've ever seen, but. I don't feel about him the way you feel about other guys, but that yep. guy just, it was the winning, it was the way that he won, yep. it was the attitude, it was the persona, it was all of those things mixed together that just made him, Magic's the only other one that's even and, in the conversation. And Chris Taylor. <laughs> Chris Taylor, sure. <laughs> Obviously Chris Taylor. I mean, that goes that goes without saying. is Because there's no young player right now, right, that, that you feel is headed in a direction like that. There's good players, but nothing like that. Like Julio Urias is wildly popular, but nothing like that. Yeah, nothing like that. And and it's and you can't that's not something that you could just kind of hey predict or something. We're talking about icons, legends, and probably never going to be a stature that popular in LA. No, not for it would it would take generations to mm-hmm. because what? The gen, took a generation and a half, two generations between Kobe and Magic. I mean, it, it it takes a minute. Yeah, Shaq was popular, but not like that. It's just a it is just a totally different thing. Two games in a row, Slee. Two games in a row. Is it going to make it three? Do they get it done three times? Tomorrow? They take care of the Jazz tomorrow. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I can't now, say it like now that. Now the chest is out. You, you're the one with the hot hand with the predictions. You 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 got to be careful. The basketball. Now, now the chest is out. You're right. Let's do a little super crosstalk. ESPN AM seven ten Los Angeles. KRDC AM eleven ten Pasadena Los Angeles. K two five six CX ninety nine point one FM Pasadena Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begin. It's time for Super Crosstalk. Go, Mace. <laughs> There you go. That's it right there. I enjoyed the call last night, John. That was awesome. It was yeah. it was surprising. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure Slee will agree. It looked like they blew. There's so much about this game that I want to talk about. So where can I start? Let's start here. About four minutes to go. Okay. Tight game. Been tight all night. Really good, hard-fought, fun game. Michael said several times, it felt like more than just game seven. It, you know, just Oddly, like yes. Two teams didn't like each other very much. Maybe it was the Anthony Davis trade. Maybe it's the fact that... The Pelicans knocked the Lakers out of the playing yeah. tournament last year. I don't know. They didn't like each other very much. So Lonnie Walker goes flew was great all night. 
goes flying down the lane and just throws down a thunder dunk. And immediately, New Orleans takes the ball out and pushes it to the other end of the floor. Like within two or three seconds, mm-hmm. they're across half court the other way. And there's a whistle. And I look back at the official, and he's calling a technical foul. Did you see this? Did for you see celebrating this? on the Lakers oh. bench. And it's specific. It's Kendrick Nunn. And I thought to myself, What a joke that is. That is some of the worst officiating I've seen in years. The, the crowd number, lost it. The number one rule of being an official is you manage the game. We talked about it earlier in the week how when Shaq was playing, you could have called a foul every single time. And and by the book, it would have been legit. Shaq right. either, when he pivoted and turned into you, fouled you, or you fouled him because he's so big you can't contain him. Mm-hmm. But veteran officials said, okay, we're going to manage the game. We're not going to call a foul every single time down the court. But if, they, if we sense that they're abusing Shaq and they're leaning and hanging on him, we're going to warn him, and then we're going to call it. And if we, if we think Shaq's being too aggressive, then we're going to warn Shaq and we're going to call it on Shaq. But we're not stopping the game every 20 seconds. Number one, there was no reason to stop the game. New Orleans was going the other way. Number two, it gave the Pelicans a free throw that turned out to matter sure. at mm-hmm. the end of the night. Um, sure enough, the Lakers are down three when they could have been down two, when Matt Reinschott would have won the game. Mm. So just, I, I'm not like yell at the officials guy. That was a horrible piece of officiating. Stop it. So you talk about managing the game, right? The, 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 maybe it's the same thing. It's a different word. It's you can't determine the outcome of the game. You, you, you need to let the players determine the outcome of the game. And just awarding somebody a free throw on something that could easily be ignored is potentially determining the outcome game. of the game. Yeah. Yeah, right? said, this isn't a 15 point a game. Times, if I was an official, you would have to put your hands on me to get me to call a technical foul. And even if you did, I would probably say, what are you doing? Are you begging me to tee you up? I still probably wouldn't call it right. These refs are so quick with these technicals. And for something like that, excessive bench celebration Awful. in a tie game with four minutes to go, it just, it almost like ruined everything. Are they doing this around the NBA? Oh yeah, they would. They, last year, they, they, they... It's the point of emphasis this yeah, year, right? No just, celebration! But why, why that out of all the things? The NFL went through this for a while where they said, you know, no... No fun league. ...in zone celebration. <laughs> yeah. well, weirdly, when I think of that 2020 team, I always think of looking over and seeing Dwight and those guys yep. up and cheering. How about the Warriors? The Warriors, every time, you know, Clay would have one of those games. Steph is running up and down the sideline. Like, that actually makes it exciting. Yeah, stop it, NBA officials. Stop making that call. It's stupid. All right, so, so let's fast forward to the end of the game. Yes. So the Lakers needed a lot of luck. First, they needed that guy, that rookie, to miss both free throws. Listening to you and Don Michael. Draper. Listening yeah. to you and Michael. We, we thought it was over. On both of the free throws, it was like, he misses the first one. It's like... There's still a chance. I, I said to Al, when he missed the second one, I'm like, the Lakers are going to hit this shot. Yeah, that, that, so that's just the universe saying you can't miss it. If you miss them both, we're going to give them one. You right deserve here. it. Okay. Yes. So let's set the scene here. 1.8 seconds, maybe 1.3. Do you remember 1.8? 1.3. Okay. So you only have time to catch and shoot. And the score is 111 to 108, New Orleans. <laughs> in what universe? In, in what universe? elementary school I know where he's going would the here. coach not know that the only thing that matters at that point is, is why is Matt Ryan 
who has not been in the game for 45 minutes, <laughs> being put into the game by Darvin Ham. What is it that the Pelicans thought Matt Ryan was going to Put it do? on the deck and go to the hole. So I say to Michael, I say to Michael. Try to get an and one. When, they're, when the Lakers come out and set up their play, and the Lakers, this is the oldest trick in the book. They put all their guys in the paint. And then they're going to run the Chinese fire drill where you just kind of run into each other mm -hmm. and somebody pops out of there. By the way, can I say that anymore? Is I that, don't even I about know. To put, put it to this way. Bergman's shaking his head. Put, can't put, say it. John yeah, Bergman, put it fire drill. When you said it, I went, huh. I also went. I would like to apologize to whoever it is that's going to try and cancel me for using that euphemism. Mad scramble. Yes, thank you. Yeah, mad scramble. That would have been better. All right, so... I look down, and four of the five Pelicans are inside, inside the three-point three line. line with 1.3 <laughs> seconds and left. They, and the guy they just put in who's a three-point shooter is open. Right. Is, is, no, Mace is standing there. Alone. And here comes Anthony Davis running right at Matt Ryan. Yep. Now, I already know what Matt Ryan's going to do. <laughs> yep. Why do they think Anthony Davis is running towards Matt Ryan? What in... Willie Green, who's a good young coach, yep. how he didn't have all five of his defenders on the perimeter, on the perimeter, <laughs> waiting, escorting the Lakers inside the, Not two, the three There was a timeout there, too, right? Of course. Time out. So he could have said, as a coach, Mace, hey, the only thing that beats us is a three. Mace, so, you have a guy, Anthony Davis starts at like free throw line extended. Yeah. Why have somebody's guarding <laughs> Anthony Davis behind Anthony Davis in the paint? So what John is saying is, why don't you literally have all five of your guys around just and, around and, and the and arc? The minute when Anthony Davis leaves you to go set a screen, why don't you immediately go, go to, to the, the three-point line and just be waiting for Matt okay, Ryan? Okay, I have a question for you with, with this in mind. Coaches uh, are loath to throw their players under the bus, right? Is What's more likely, that Willie Green didn't say that or that they just didn't do what he told him to do? Well, first mm. of all, the other, thing, the other thing Willie Green didn't do and which Michael and I have said over and over until we turn blue in the face. He didn't do it with seven seconds left, Foul. and he didn't do it with one. Yeah. yeah. The you seven seconds right, makes sense. You go to the officials and yeah. you say, we're going to foul. We're going to foul him on the catch. All right? As soon as he catches the ball, we're going to foul him. So whoever catches the ball, you just wrap him up. He gets two free throws. Well, Lonnie Walker gets the good look. Right? right, so that you were talking about, yeah. they didn't foul. They could have tied so the game right now there. They're spoiled. They're like, oh, <laughs> these are the Lakers. They can't make threes. Except Matt Ryan shoots fifty-four percent from three, <laughs> and and he, the only reason he's in the game is to shoot threes. So Austin Reeves is standing there. I'm watching these four Pelicans inside the three-point line, and I'm looking at Michael going, "What? Are, this is like a clinic on how not to defend the last two seconds of an NBA game." Why are they worried about anything inside the three? And Michael goes, I know. Why? And and, and so sure enough, they run their mad scramble. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then Matt Ryan pops out, and Austin Reeves has to throw the pattern. ball yep. completely over the everybody. Yeah, swung it over to the other side now, of the court. Now, the yeah. minute the ball goes in the air, how all five Pelicans are not running at Matt Ryan. Because remember, even if he catches it. Leave your guy. Leave right. your defender. Even if Matt Ryan catches it, he doesn't have time to pass it to another guy who can take a three. He could tap it inside and some guy could tip it in the basket. That's a two-pointer. So lock him up. Right. The minute Matt Ryan had the ball, you you send a wall of defenders at him. 
They no. all watch. Let's let him catch and see if a 54% three-point shooter might be able to get lucky. So I've always wondered, it's, I've always wondered about this. You said, do you think Willie Green said something? I, you know, I also think instinct takes over. I you, I know right where you're going, and you know, I agree with you. Where, where you're, you're my thinking. Guys, you're, my, my guy's, guy's over here. I need to chase him. No, no. Keep your body between your guy and the basket. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What you Which do is, in every possession, because, 99% of the Correct. Like, like you're talking about, John. Th- this is Willie Green's been around as a player. He's been coach of this league. That The odds that he didn't say these things, because you see it calling the game. We see it watching at home. Like, why Why are they leaving their guy? We'll just defend the three-point line. And it happens all the time. I have a hard time believing I'll tell that you the why. coach I, I, isn't relaying that information. I'll tell you why. The players are failing to execute it. So I'll tell you why. Because when that play started the way John was describing it, the guy guarding Anthony Davis was already behind Anthony Davis. You see and, what I'm saying? And that, in the paint. And in the paint. In the what paint. are you doing in the paint? So, so, Get the F out of the paint. Willie Green could be saying right there, what are you doing? I just told you, get out of the paint. He wasn't doing that. I think it's, it's on your coach. There's a very famous clip you guys can go see it on YouTube. The Lakers beat the Orlando Magic in the 2009 NBA Finals four games to one. Mm -hmm. All right, so the Lakers win games one and two. Then they win game three. Orlando Orlando wins wins game game three, three. so it's two to one. And game four is absolutely critical at this point. And the Lakers are down three with like five seconds to go. And they're on the wrong end of the court. Yep. And they throw it into Derek Fisher. And Derek Fisher starts dribbling. He's dribbling across half court. And Jameer Nelson's got him. Mm-hmm. And Jameer Nelson just keeps backing up, keeping Derek Fisher between him and the basket. And Fisher gets. Lakers are down three. Yeah. Jameer Nelson F- is backing Fisher, up. Backing Fisher, up. Get, Fisher yeah. gets to about, I don't know, three feet behind the line. He rises up, shoots it, makes it. We're going overtime. And Jeff Van Gundy, keeping in <laughs> mind that his brother Stan is the coach of the Magic, says on the air. <laughs> What does Jameer Nelson think Derek Fisher is going to do? He's backing up. So th- this has been going on. The fish walks years. into a three. It's got to be what Mason brought up. It's got to be instinct that people just cannot get it out of their head. That it's they like the have NFL. to do something different in this particular situation. Like and in, in a, a lot of ways, the opposite NFL guy, NFL they guy that runs into the, no, 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 that runs into the end zone knowing that the only thing that can beat him is if the other team gets the ball back. Right. So now you're starting to see running backs realize it and take a knee at the like, one. Like uh, yeah. Todd Gurley did right. a couple of times but with the Rams. But more times yeah. than not, you'll, you'll be sitting there and the guy runs into the end zone, they kick the extra point. Now you're up eight. The guy thinks he's won the game. The other team comes down, scores, gets a two-point conversion. You're yep. going over. You're, you're working against years of instinct. Yep. You're working against uh, emotion. You're, yep. you're working against all of these things because if we all know, the coach knows, there's no way that they forgot to tell him. No, I think execution. Willie Green probably did have exactly that session with that team during that timeout, and then instinct because took over, here, and they did all. All the right stuff, but in the wrong situation. Stan Van Gundy, Willie Green, whoever. You, what you never hear is, guys, I told them to do one thing and they did the other. They never say that. Right. They just wear it. Like, that's part of the coach's code that I will wear it. If my guys don't do what they're I'll take the asked blame. to do, I'll take the I need blame. to wear it. Because the second I say, well, I told him not to be there, well, I lost that guy for good. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, so I heard you say it. There's a lot of luck involved in that win last night. Yeah, but it was a, a fun game. Who cares? That was the most entertaining. There's always a lot of luck. That was sure. the most entertaining game of the year so far. It was the most Surely, fun. But yeah. It was the most fun I've had watching a Laker game 
since the Austin Reeves Dallas game winner last season. Yeah. It was just it was back I and forth. That game on TV. That's when Billy Mack had COVID. Right. And we thought he would be the last guy to shoot it. Right. And hmm. Westbrook penetrated and kicked it out. There was one more game last year where the Lakers were up three, or I'm sorry, down three at the end of regulation in Toronto. And they're, they're, oh, yeah, that's they're right. down three, and they don't have the ball. So this game's pretty much over. They throw the ball in across the court, and Russell Westbrook steals, steals it. it, dribbles to the three-point line, throws in a Moves three. his foot back yeah. at the last second. The buzzer goes off, and everybody in the building's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and exactly what happened last night, once the Lakers got it to overtime, they won because Toronto was shell-shocked. I thought at the minute Matt Ryan hit that shot, game was over. the Pelicans were yeah. done. Okay, I got a quick one for you guys. Um, I, You know, you John, you've been part of this mace you too my situation with my neighbors right i don't really communicate yes. right. you're, you the worst, your, you're the worst you're the worst neighbor in all of southern california you are like the Maybe anti not. mr rogers so i'm yeah. going to show you a picture the fact that your last name is rogers is <laughs> yeah, yeah. insanely rogers. inappropriate okay, take, take a look at that and then hand it to john after you see it okay that's directly okay. across from my home all right okay. okay this is my neighbor who has had two shipping containers right in his driveway is he moving no okay is he unpacking it i don't they've been there six months no, no, no. Six months, man. They've been there six Directly months. Directly across the street. Your neighbor's wrong. Your so neighbor's completely <laughs> in the wrong here. Basically, this guy's using his driveway as a storage unit. Yes. Got yeah. it. He's no. got two portable storage units um, in front of his house. Yeah. Directly across there. 10 feet that tall by a, 6 feet wide. Do you wide. have an HOA? We do. do. All right. What are, what, what are so, they doing? Open the front door and those the, are the first thing you see. This is exactly yeah, why rough. you have to pay those ridiculous oh, HOA of, fees. Of course they are. And I can't imagine the HOA hasn't been sending him letters or whatever have you complained to the hoa i have not but i'm close oh I, yeah I, you should so, six months i'm i'm sorry i mean the guy I i'm with you Mace, i'm with, with you guy, but i would this go is straight the other, to this the is HOA. neighbor the, oh. the, 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 the one that i just don't well, really want to chat with Trav, is the other guy one thing about you having a radio show and being somewhat of a public figure is all your neighbors know you're an a-hole so it doesn't <laughs> right matter. no it's publicly <laughs> you announced shouldn't any, well you shouldn't have any hesitation well, this is, your this record what I don't is well established <laughs> what i don't understand you don't want to know any of them you don't want to know their names you don't want them talking to you he That's doesn't want to be the one that Reaches Push. out to the HOA. This is the part I don't understand. No, I I think you've set yourself. I up would reach out to reach out to the HOA. <laughs> I don't want to be a Karen. I'm Travis. I don't Rogers. want to do that. No, no, no. I just this want is the containers not. This gone. is not that. This it's is not, not that. This is. Hey, do I need to go knock on his door and tell him first? No, no. I I just, just I'd, I'd work around him. I would and let do that. I would knock on the door enforce. first. I would not. You, I would not. You you'd not. I don't want that like, hey, confrontation. N- nor do I. Yeah. Nor do I. I don't want the hey. You know these have been here for a while. Are these going anytime soon? Yeah. That I, I would yeah, like to boy, avoid that. Yeah, boy. That is. I. You've got a real issue there because those shipping containers. If you walk Did out you, your front door and that's what you see. I don't know if you look closely. He decorated one of them for Halloween. No, he, he has. Look, they're basically a part of the house. Got pumpkins now. and black cats oh, in front of it. Stop it! Stop it! Just saying. We did have a caller call in and say that he sits on an HOA board, and that you send in a couple letters, and if they don't pay the fees and they don't take care of it, then they could foreclose on their house. It was a little no! extreme. No! It was a little extreme. Put a lien. On Steal the house. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, I don't want it. Somebody else Trav, suggested a police raid. 
No, no, get a lien put in this guy's house, and Mason and I will buy it just oh, yeah. to spite him. Yeah, we'll flip it. Hold on, I'm gonna we'll, get. I'm gonna get my lawyers we'll on this. I'm gonna start we'll writing. We'll sell it, it back to him and at twenty five percent markup. You know what? On the front yard, I'll put a car on blocks. <laughs> a boat? You want to? You want to put a speedboat on your lawn? Sure, why, no, not? why not? I get a letter from the HOA if I have the basketball hoop out in the front yard for two Do days. Do you really? Yes. And nothing happens with this. And this guy's He's probably the president well, of the HOA. Yard. Nobody has formally complained. You got a you got a squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, you're man. the one that sees it every day. Go complain. Go. Stand up for yourself and your family. I got a letter to write. Mason and Ireland's I like coming that. up and next. And your family. And my family. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.